0: evening everyone thank you for coming out tonight I appreciate uh, this opportunity to be able to speak in front of everyone uh, it's a blessing and it's uh, an encouragement that uh, that we have everyone here today and we know uh, not everyone is here but uh, we know that they're safe and that we hope that uh, God will return them to us um, and thank you Mark for that reading we really appreciate that really appreciate that David for the singing uh, well, tonight I wanted to talk about the Sabbath day and should we, should we obey it. Uh, many people uh, have heard of the Sabbath. If you've read the Old Testament, you've definitely heard of it. Uh, there's probably people in your families or maybe friends that you know that uh, might even obey the Sabbath. So it's definitely good to know what we're talking about here tonight when we uh, talk about this Sabbath, we need to get a better understanding. So the first place that the Bible talks about the Sabbath here is mentioned in Exodus chapter 16 and in verse 21. It says uh, that they gathered every morning, every man according to his need, and when the sun became hot, it melted. And so it was on the sixth day that they gathered twice as much bread Two omers for each one, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today, and boil what you will boil, and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept till morning. So, based on this context here in uh, chapter 16, what has just happened to the Jews is they. Or uh, they've escaped Egypt. They were enslaved, and remember that God gave the uh, Egyptians the plagues, and on that last plague, uh, the Pharaoh definitely told told them to leave. He didn't wanna. He didn't want any more of uh, of the wrath of God, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he chased after after the Jews, and we know that. Uh, the Jews escaped through the, the Red Sea crossing and then where uh, the Egyptians followed in and the walls of water uh, crushed the Egyptians. And this picks up while they're uh, in the wilderness and they're hungry, they, they need food, they need bread. And God provides, God gives them the manna, the bread from heaven that uh, can never spoil. And this is the first mention of the Sabbath that we see where they are not to work on that next day and they're supposed to gather food from the day prior. So what is the Sabbath? Well, we know that its was given to the Jews here in Exodus chapter 20 when the Ten Commandments were given to the Jews and God was on Mount Sinai and one of those commandments the fourth one Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. This is Exodus chapter 20 and verse 8. It starts, six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And, it shall, and And you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. And rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So we see that God commands not to work on that Sabbath day. And we know the Sabbath day being the seventh day being Saturday. So, what, what does that word mean, Sabbath? Well, the Hebrew word there is Sabbath. And according to the lexicons, it means to rest, to cease. The day of work, uh, cease from working. So obviously we can gather that they are to do no work. And no work means exactly that. No uh, making any fires, uh, not even their cattles can work. Uh, so you couldn't even you know, pet your dog. You can't uh, pick up your animals. You can't clean them. Uh, any work at all is forbidden. And so, we know that this law was specifically given, it was given to the Jews. We can read that in Exodus 19, when God was talking to, uh, to Moses here. He said he's giving this law to the children of Israel. And so, we know that this law can't be for anyone other than the Jews. This is specific to them. So we know it wasn't given to anyone else, not the Egyptians, the Greeks, um, it was definitely the Jews. And we see it mentioned over and over again in the Old Testament that this was addressed to the Jews. So, and we have to understand that there is a major penalty for not following this. We can see these are some other verses here that uh, show us in the Old Testament that this was definitely for the Jews in Deuteronomy 5 and verse 1 It says that the Lord God made a covenant with us in Horeb and the Lord God did not make this covenant with our fathers but with us those who are here today and all of us who are alive observe the Sabbath keep it holy as the Lord your God commanded you we see it here in Nehemiah 9 it says, you came down also on Mount Sinai and spoke with them from heaven and gave them the ordinances and true laws, God or good statutes and commandments. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and commanded them the precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses, your servant. And we have Ezekiel chapter 20. But they rebelled against me and would not obey me. They did not all cast away the abominations which were before their eyes, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. And then I said, I will pour out my fury on them and fulfill my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. But I acted for my name's sake, that it should not be profaned before the Gentiles among who they were, in whose sight I had made myself known to them, to bring them out of the land of Egypt. Therefore I had made them go out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. And I gave them my statutes and showed them my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. And so now we know that this law was given to the Jews and the Jews alone, and we have to understand that there's a penalty for not obeying this law. The penalty is death. And it says here in Exodus 31, you shall keep the Sabbath therefore, it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. For whoever does not any work, uh, that person shall be cut off from among his people. Again in Exodus 35, Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you. A Sabbath of rest to the Lord, whoever does any work, on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your dwellings on the Sabbath day. So we understand that this, this law means you be put to death for any work at all. And we can understand that there is people who claim to follow the Sabbath today. And if they were to actually follow the Sabbath, then they would ha- indeed have to obey this law and put people to death who didn't obey that law. And I, I think we uh, would have a big problem in our hands if there's people going around murdering other people for not obeying the Sabbath. I don't think that's happening right now. So we can definitely agree that the people who claim to follow the Sabbath aren't indeed following the whole letter of the law, are they? So. And do these, people, do these people cook on Saturdays? Do they uh, clean on Saturdays? Do they go out to eat on Saturdays? Do they force other people to work? And if they did, then they would be disobeying this law and would also be put to death for it. So it's definitely uh, something we have to look forward to here that... Uh, these people here would have to obey this law. So now that we know that the Sabbath is, and we know what the penalty is, the next question is, should we, oh, these are, these are denominations, sorry. These are denominations that actually claim to obey this law here. Messianic Jews, black Hebrew Israelites, the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, Seventh-day Adventists, Seventh-day Baptists, but should we, should we obey this law now? Well, we know that we're under the law of Christ now. And we know that Jesus claimed himself that, that of that authority. In Matthew 28 there it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So we know Jesus Christ has all authority. And we know he paid the ultimate price on that day. And we know that he followed that law perfectly. And on that day that he died, we know that that old law was wiped out. And this is another verse here in Colossians 3 that also says we're under the law of Christ. And whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that the Lord you, the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. So, we aren't to obey the Sabbath anymore. We are to obey Jesus Christ, for he has all authority in heaven and on earth. And this is a passage here in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14, it says that Jesus wiped out these handwritings of requirements. So when he was nailed to that cross and when he died, that old law was gone. And it says here in verse 16, it mentions Sabbaths. It mentions a part of those laws were the Sabbath laws of which Jesus wiped out. So it clearly says right here in Colossians chapter 2 that we aren't to obey the law. of of Moses anymore and we definitely aren't to obey Sabbath anymore. It also says in Romans chapter 7 that we are dead to the law. Romans chapter 7 and verse 4 Therefore my brethren you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ that you may be married to one another to him who was raised from the dead that we should bear fruit to God. So we know, brethren, that we are not a debtor to that old law anymore. And it says here in Galatians chapter 3, And this I say that the law which was 430 years later cannot annul the covenant that was confirmed before God, before by God in Christ, that it should make the promise of no effect. And what this verse is describing is that 430 years was the promise that god gave to abraham that seed promise and that 430 years later moses gave that law to the jews and we can see that 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 law of the jews there wasn't it it didn't take out that original law that god gave to to abraham and we are under that original seed promise there and we know in matthew chapter 1 through the the genealogy that we come from Abraham through Jesus Christ. And here's another verse here in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We can see the uh, Ten Commandments were done away. It says, But if the ministry of death written and engraved on the stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the Spirit not more be glorious. For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect, because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. So we can see that those Ten Commandments, that glory was passing away. And it did pass away. And these were a shadow the Bible also says, of things to come. So, and we also know that, as Mark read for us here, that if someone has to keep one of the laws, he has to keep all of them. So we know if these people are claiming to keep the Sabbath, most of them definitely would say that they wouldn't have to sacrifice goats or bulls or they wouldn't have to not eat shrimp or shave their beards. But this verse here in Galatians 5 says that if you even break one of the laws, that you have to keep, you have to keep all of them. Even, so if you keep one of them, you have to keep the entire thing or else you break the whole law. And we know that anyone who obeys the Sabbath wouldn't indeed be keeping that whole law so now we know that the law of Christ is now in effect and it was fulfilled this old law here was fulfilled by Jesus and he actually exclaimed that here in Matthew chapter 5 it says do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets I did not come to destroy but to fulfill for assuredly I say to you till heaven and earth pass away one jot or one tittle will by no means passed from the law till all is fulfilled. So some will claim that Jesus obeyed the Sabbath, so that would give them the ability to obey the Sabbath. But we can see here that Jesus was born under the old law and that he said himself that he came to fulfill the law, so he wasn't going to break it. And we know that that verse in Colossians chapter 2, it says that when he died, that, that those old laws were put away. And this is another verse here that says the same thing that when Jesus dies here in Hebrews chapter 9 it says, for where there's a testament there must also be the necessity of there also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is in force after men are dead since it has no power at all while the testator lives. So we we know that Jesus himself died on that cross, and once he died, that new law came into effect, and we should no longer follow that old law. So what are we to obey today? Well, we can read in Acts chapter 20, in verse 7, that on the first day of the week we are to come together, and we are to break bread together, as it says as the old church fathers did. And we can read that this also in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 2, that on this first day, that the saints would come together to give collection. So we know that these disciples of Jesus didn't obey the Sabbath anymore. And we know that they came together on the first day of the week which would be Sunday, the day we are worshiping today. So in conclusion, what have we learned? We've learned that the Sabbath is a day of rest. We've learned that the law of the Sabbath is for the Jews. And we learned that we're no longer under that old law. We learned that Jesus nailed that old law to the cross when he died. And we also know that we're supposed to worship on the first day of the week. And we're supposed to remember the Lord's death as it's commanded to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And if there's anyone in this audience or anyone who's listening here on on this audio recording that hasn't obeyed the gospel might want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we hope that if there's anything that you might need, that we could be of assistance to you. And if there's anyone who is subject to this invitation, please let us know while we stand and sing.